Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. We thank you for your presence here. We want to be more like you, Lord. That's what we pray. We want you to affect us with your word, with your spirit, with your will, oh God. We want to be different, Lord. We want to be like you, Jesus. As husbands, as wives, as children, Lord. As workers, as employers, employees. We want to be more like you, Lord Jesus. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name, we welcome you, Holy Spirit, into our midst. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to just emphasize a few things um, that the Lord will inspire me to. I want to talk about what I call a road to success. I preach about success in the third service, and I want to preach about it here, um, although in a slightly different way, and um, into different things. Oh, the Lord is leading me. I want to share about what I call Davidic success. But um, before I get into Davidic success, I want to give an introduction to being successful in this life. How many would like to be successful in your life? Turn with me to First Chronicles chapter 29, and we look at verse 28. Chronicles is just after Corinthians. They sound similar. First Chronicles 29, 28. Jesus, thank you. First Chronicles 29, 28. What does it say? And he died in a good old age. Let's read from verse 26 so you understand. Thus David, the son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel, and the time that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. Seven years reigned he in Hebron, and 30 and three years reigned he in Jerusalem. Verse 28, and he died in a good old age, full of days, riches, and honor. And Solomon, his son, reigned in his stead. That verse is success. Amen. If it can be said of you, what is your name? What is your name? I can't hear you. Peter. And if it can be said of you that you died in a good old age, would you like that? How many would like that? To die as an old lady. Not a young lady. Number two, full of days. Full of days is almost the same thing. You have many days to experience life. Number three, full of riches. How many would like to be full of riches at the time that you are dying? Most people, when they are dying, their car numbers are G-O, G-G, 
A S A S A A G A F G F and so on. The old numbers. A A. I used to have a car with car number A A five four six nine. So full of riches and honor, respect, not disgrace. Amen. That is the only thing that President Clinton is fighting against now. But he doesn't have to win another election. All he's fighting for is not to be disgraced. So that he will not have to leave the office in disgrace. That is all. But he's not trying to achieve money. Because you can have money. You can have this. You can have that. You can have everything. But you see, respect is also part of the package. Amen. God doesn't want us to go away in disgrace. And set back. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? amen? So that there is a good example of somebody who was successful. And then not only that, but when he died, his son reigned in his stead. It can be said of very few presidents of Ghana that they were successful like this man. Very few of them went, have, been to their, have gone to their graves in peace. And this time Solomon's son ruled in his stead. Or the appropriate person came up after, you know, the, the king was gone. And that is something very, very interesting. And I believe that success without a successor is useless. Amen. That is why this church works with me and without me. When I'm not here, it works. When I'm here, it works. All the churches all over the world are working. As I'm preaching, they're also preaching. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And they work with me or without me. So the church is designed to work with or without, you know, a particular person being there. Can I have an amen? Now, what does success mean? And I want, I want, I believe that God wants us to walk on the road to success. I believe that we are already blessed. Amen. Now, let me just quickly go through what success means. And then we can move on. Success, number one. And I'm just going to give you several different things that I believe are part of the success package. Number one, to be successful means to make it in life. Amen, queen. To make it in life. Have you got a pen? My wife is writing for you. Great. It's great to have a secretary as a wife. <laughs> hmm? His wife is a secretary. It means to make it in life. Number two, it means to be blessed. To be blessed. That's what it means to be successful. Hallelujah. Amen. It means to be blessed. Number three, it means to have long life. I believe one of the ingredients of blessings and success is to have long life. To live long. How many are planning to live long? How many want to attend your children's weddings? Pastor Eddie, you want to give your daughter away to Pastor Eddie's daughter's son. <laughs> Hallelujah. We want to see better days. Hallelujah. How many want to build a house and live in it? Actually move and stay in the house which you built. Come on. You have to believe God for success. And we have to decide, is success from God or is it from the devil? 
Bible is teaching us that David died full of days at a ripe old age. Believe God for extension of your life. If you came into this life and Satan has planned that by the age of 35, you should be gone. Decide to divinely extend your life. Because you can prolong your life and your days upon the earth by setting, setting, setting divine laws and setting divine principles into motion for, your, for yourself. Can I have a witness for Jesus? We must believe God to be around until Jesus comes. Captain, you cannot die. We refuse to allow you to... One day when Captain was going on this, one of these armored missions, he brought something chain, he write his name on it, his church, so that if he dies, they will use the chain to identify him. I said, what do you mean? We are not going to identify you. You are coming back. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? amen? You want to go on a journey and return and come back alive. You want to live and see, you see things all around you, but you live on and live on to see good days and better days than now. Because sometimes in life, the better days are coming. And before you get to the better days, the devil will like to cut you off so that you never experience them. Many of us are working hard, working hard to enjoy. To enjoy what? Sometimes the devil will cut you off so that you don't enjoy what you are working for. Can I have a witness for the Lord? How many have decided today to live long? How many want to die before your time? Decide to live. Amen. Everybody say, I will live. I will live. Pastor, can you decide to live? There are many things you can do that prolong your life. And there are many things that you can do that will shorten your life. So when I say decide to live, I am telling you to do certain things that will prolong your life and prolong your days upon the earth. It's in the Bible. The Bible says, honor your father and your mother so that it will be well with you and so that you will live long upon the earth. It's a divine principle. When you, when you break that protocol, when you cross that boundary, immediately certain divine laws begin to work against you and you begin to shorten your life and your days. Kenneth Hagin was speaking on his 80th birthday talking to pastors, ministers, and he was saying that, look, years ago the Lord told him, a certain pastor went to start churches nearby, trying to get members from two churches that were there, trying to spoil other people's ministries and so on. And the Spirit told him, this man is not going to live for a long time. And he was talking about getting, getting our lives straightened out as ministers. Ladies and gentlemen, let us decide to stay under the divine protective covering. God gives you a father in the natural. You know, one of the temptations you will have in this life, by all means, I believe, is a temptation to dishonor your father or your mother. I think it's something that happens. I have been there before. Spiritually, ministerially, physically, with my own earthly father. Every, you have that, that thing comes to everybody. You have the chance to fight against your father. And you see, it's like, it's like a temptation. And when you do it, you suddenly cross and you suddenly expose yourself. You see, the devil cannot touch you. Unless you go outside the house. As for blessing, you are blessed. Satan cannot have access to you unless you come out. The Bible says there was a certain man which had two sons. And the younger of them said unto his father, Father, give unto me the portion of thy living that falls to me. 
And the father divided unto them, not only one of them, he divided on the two of them. He gave them their portion. And the Bible said not long after that, the younger took his journey into a far country. Ladies and gentlemen, two people were blessed. And that is us sitting here. There are those that are blessed and there are those that are blessed. And as we stay, some people cannot stand blessings. Some people, as soon as they are blessed, they begin to move out and move outside God's plan for their life. Some people, as soon as they get blessed, they move out of the will of God and begin to fall away. This young boy was blessed, and the other one too was blessed, because the father had decided to give them inheritance whilst he was alive. But you see, that is the thing. When you are blessed, you are blessed. As you sit here and you watch me and you hear me, I'm informing you that God has already blessed you. The Bible says in, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, He has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He has already given to us. And the devil knows it. And so the devil wants you to come out of the house so that he can touch you. Because if you don't come out of the house, he can't touch you. He couldn't touch that boy. He couldn't touch the, the other one, the older one who stayed in the house. But it was the younger one. And when the devil sees you, it's the same thing like with Balaam. God, the Balaam, somebody came to hire him to curse the people of God. But the prophet said, the people are blessed. I can't curse them. How can you curse something that is blessed? You cannot curse something that is blessed of God. Who is it that saith a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord commandeth it not? The man tried to curse them and said, I can't curse them. They are blessed. Ladies and gentlemen, nobody can curse you. You are blessed. And the devil knows that. That is why he's going to tell you, come. The devil wants to put his fingers on you. He wants to touch you. He wants an opportunity to hold you. And he knows that once you stay in the house, he can't touch you. Because you are so blessed. So he says, come a little closer. Come, 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 come. So that he can touch you. Because he knows once you are in there, he can't come there. So he says, come on, come on. I want to touch you with death. I want to touch you with disease. I want to touch you with so many things. Just come, come a little closer. Here are some nice girls. Come, come, look at nice girl. Come, come. Here's some money. Nice money dancing. Disco, come, come. That's nice. Because you know, once you are there, he can't touch you. He wants you to kiss yourself because you are already blessed. Nobody can kiss you. I said nobody can kiss you. No juju can kiss you. No juju can touch me. No juju can touch you. They would rather die. The thing that they are doing to hurt us, it will hurt them. God has surrounded us with his blood and with angels. No evil shall befall us. They will try to kill us, but we shall survive. We'll be alive. Hallelujah. That's why the devil wants you to come out. And I want you to stay in. God wants you to stay in. Because you see, the Bible says you come into the blessing through the knowledge that he's going to give you. Amen. Amen. As you keep hearing the word, as you stay in the house, the elder brother, at the end of the day, he was so blessed. He had everything. The father said, all that I have is for you. This man has nothing. That's why we are doing a party. People who have nothing sometimes do parties because, you know, that's all. Tell the person next to you, God has blessed you, my brother. So what is success? Number one is what? What? 
To make it in life, number two. To be blessed, number three. Number four. To win. It means to win. Hallelujah. How many want to win all your battles? How many are in battles? Hallelujah. Sometimes you are in battles at your workplace. Political battles. People saying things about you. One day I told a certain politician, I said, look, speak the truth. Liars don't go to heaven. Speak the truth. One day, if you speak a lie, it's going to turn around. And it will be discovered that you are lying. And you will be hot. And I will be cool. So tell the truth. We need to tell many politicians that liars don't go to heaven. Got to tell the truth. The next thing, success means accomplishment. It means to accomplish something. How many want to accomplish something in this life? Come on. I want to accomplish something. I don't want it to be said of me that I just came around. I existed. Hallelujah. You can see by the grace of God what we have been able to accomplish here. It's right here. It wasn't there before. Amen. That's success for you. Hallelujah. And God wants you to accomplish many great things. Hallelujah. And you can accomplish something in your life. God wants you to accomplish something. Number seven, it means breakthrough. Number six, it means achievements. Number six, to achieve something. Number seven, it means to have a breakthrough. You know, sometimes some things worry us for a long time. And God wants to send his angels to help you have a breakthrough. In some churches, they call beloved breakthrough. They'll ask you, have you got a breakthrough? <laughs> Hallelujah. Some brothers have been struggling for a long time to find a wife, to find a husband. And then suddenly one day, a breakthrough comes. Hallelujah. That is a breakthrough. The next one is prosperity. Financial prosperity and all other forms of prosperity. That is also part of being successful. God wants us to be successful and to have financial prosperity, riches. God wants you to be rich no matter what you say about it. Riches are from God. Riches are of the Lord. Hallelujah. The devil is the liar. He's called the old serpent that deceives the whole wide world. And he has deceived the church into thinking that if the church is poor, if the pastors can take a vow of poverty, then everything will be okay. But there's no vow of poverty in the Bible. And we are not taking vows of poverty. We are rather taking promises of prosperity and blessings. Hallelujah. God has promised us to bless us in this life. Peter and Co. asked Jesus, what are we also going to get after we have followed you all these years? And Jesus said, don't worry. Anybody who has left houses and lands and riches and so on for my sake he shall receive a hundredfold in this life and in the life to come he will have eternal life it is in the bible and it's the bible that guides me and not your ideas turn to somebody tell the person your ideas are not guiding the man the bible is guiding the man amen happiness number nine happiness be happy don't worry we god wants you to be happy happiness is part of god's plan 
happiness and joy. Bible says in Isaiah, with joy you draw water from the wells of salvation. How many want to be happy in this life? There are people who have everything, but they are not happy. They have money, they have cars, they have houses, they have education, they have degrees, but they are not happy. I've lived at the airport residential area before, and many times I used to walk alone on the roads, sometimes in the evening, and I would look at the big, beautiful houses, and as I looked at those big, beautiful houses at the airport, the Lord would tell me, it's very beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, many of the people who live here are not happy at all. Many of them are, are like women who have everything. Their husbands have given them a nice house, a big bedroom, 14 bedrooms, 16 toilets and bathrooms. They have nice cars, Rolls Royces, Mercedes Benzes, BMWs, all the latest and the best cars in town. But they don't, they don't, they're not happy. They have money. They never think of anything. They have it all. But they are not happy. But ladies and gentlemen, the success I am talking about today, and the success the Lord is bringing us to, is the type of success that when you have, you will have financial success, you have marital success, you have financial prosperity. At the same time, you'll be happy. You will know God and everything. It's a holistic something. Can I have a witness for the Lord? Yeah. Tell the person next to you, be happy. Be happy. The Lord is blessing you. Amen. The next one is what? Victory. Victory. And the next one after victory is godliness. Hallelujah. Godliness. Godliness is success. Hallelujah. God wants us to be godly. Praise the Lord Jesus. To be godly is to be successful. To be godly is to be successful. If you are not godly, you are not truly succeeding. Praise the Lord Jesus. If you have everything and you don't know God, the Bible says in Matthew 16 verse 26, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? What is the use of that? Ecclesiastes chapter 5. I want you to understand that success is from the Lord. It says in verse 19, Every man also to whom God has given riches and wealth and has given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God. Are you there? Are you reading what I'm reading? <laughs> A man to whom God gives, gives riches and wealth. You know some people, God gives them riches and wealth. They don't have, they don't have the ability to eat it. Neither do they have the time to eat it. They don't have the opportunity to enjoy it. In fact, some people work, work, work. They never enjoy. They never enjoy what they are working for. But you see, you, you may work, 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 but you must also know how to enjoy what you are working for. Otherwise, you are not wise. Amen. Verse 6, chapter 6, verse 1. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, and it is common among men. Look at this evil. Verse 2. A man to whom God has given riches, wealth, honor, so that he wanteth nothing for his soul of all that he desireth. Yet, God giveth him not the power to eat thereof. 
but a stranger eateth it. This is vanity, and it is an evil disease. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at verse 19, chapter 5, verse 9. Underline these verses in your Bible. It says, every man also to whom God has given the riches. It's God who gives those riches. It's God who blesses. Amen. And it's also God who will give you the power to enjoy it. Hallelujah. And I believe that as you, as you serve the Lord, it is God who will give you. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2.14, God causes us to triumph. Amen. Psalm 84 verse 11. The Bible says God is a sun and a shield. The, God, the Lord will give grace and glory. Then it goes on to say no good thing will he withhold from Doris. Amen. No good thing will he withhold from those of you who work uprightly. How many are ready to receive the success of the Lord? Lift up your hand and say thank you to the Lord. Just say thank you Lord that you are ready to bless me. You are ready to cause me to succeed in this life, to make it and to walk in your will and your ways. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord as we close this morning service. Give the Lord thanks and praise. Thank you, Jesus. God wants you to succeed very badly, I tell you. Psalm 84 verse 11, the Lord is a sun and a shield. The one who gives the sunshine, the one who protects you from sunshine. He will give you grace and he will give you glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Stand to your feet, everyone. Give him thanks with a grateful heart. Give him thanks for all the things that he has done. Give thanks to the Holy. Give thanks because he's Jesus I believe God has spoken to us as well. God wants us to be successful. But success without God is no success. What shall it profit if you gain the whole of this world but lose your own soul? Maybe you came to church this morning. Somebody invited you here today. But inside of your heart, you want to say, Lord, I want to know you personally. 
When you say, Lord, I want you to be the savior of my life. I want to turn over my whole life to you. As every eye is closed here this morning, I want to pray for you particularly. When you say, Pastor, this morning, I want to give my heart to Jesus. Lift your right hand up high. I'm going to pray for you wherever you are. God bless you. I see your hands. Keep it up. Keep it up. Lift it up high. When you say, Pastor, I want to give my heart to God bless you. Keep it up. Keep your right hand up high. I see your hands. All of us. See all the hands lifted up. Thank you, Lord. Father, look at every hand that is lifted this morning in the name of Jesus. As they decide to come in, you want to join them. You want to lift your right hand up. I want to say, Pastor, I want Jesus to come into my heart this morning. Lift it up high. It's you I'm talking to. God bless you. I see your hands. Father, behold every hand that is lifted this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray the Lord you take control of their lives and come into their hearts. Those of you lifted your hand up, I want you to come to me in the front here, please. Walk from where you are and come to me right here, please. Come on, put your hands together for them. From the very back, wherever you are standing, I want you to come. Come on, put your hands together for them. Church, go ahead and clap for them. Oh, there's room by the cross for you. There is room on the cross for you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, there is Though millions have come, there's still room for one. Though millions have come. Oh, hallelujah. Success without God is no success. Yes, there is Now, all of you in front here and the whole church, join us. I'm going to lead you a very important prayer. And I want to make this prayer your personal prayer. I believe that today God is the one who is speaking to you and who has called you to come to the front. And make this your personal prayer. And if you believe in your heart the prayer you're going to pray today, by the end of this simple prayer, you'll be born again. Now say this after me and let the church join us as we say, Heavenly Father, today I open my heart to Jesus. I make Jesus the Lord of my life. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I want to walk with you. I want to serve you. I want you to be the Lord of my life. From today, take control of my life. From today, wash away my sins. And make me your own child. Please Jesus. Write my name in the book of life. I want to save you the rest of my days. Thank you father. For hearing my prayer. Thank you Jesus. For receiving me. From today I am yours. And you are mine. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember... God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.